Welcome to Church Ahead, the weekly Christian podcast talking about big questions facing the future of church with Rev L all the way from the north of England. Welcome to Los Angeles for Church Ahead Summer Pop Festival. After several weeks talking about abuse, I thought we needed something a bit lighter. So we're finishing this first series of the podcast with two pop songs over two weeks. The two songs are both from the 1980s and they're essentially about the same subject, although the two bands could not be more different. This week we have the girl band The Bangles. Next week, the very masculine Morrissey. The Bangles are light and fluffy, whilst Morrissey is dark, depressing and heavy. I like them both. Why is the festival in Los Angeles? Well, because both bands have spent most of their adult lives living and working in that city. If you don't know how to find Los Angeles from the northwest of England, go down the M62 to Liverpool, dive into the sea, start swimming west, go around Ireland, keep going west until you hit the landmass of America. Go right across to the west coast, Go up and down the coast until you find the ugliest, most polluted, congested and sprawling city. And that is what Americans call the City of Angels. So that's where the Summer Pop Festival is. But listeners of Church Ahead can listen to the bands here. Today's song is called Manic Monday by the Bangles. If you don't know the song or can't remember it, then stop this podcast now and go and find it. Play it through at least once. Or if you're like me, perhaps you'll play it through seven times. Manic Monday is one of the Bangles' most successful songs. It reached number two in the British and American charts of 1986. The Bangles made the song famous, but they didn't write it. It was written by the artist Prince, who lived from 1958 to 2016, during his golden period when he was so creative He was writing more brilliant songs than he could keep up with. So he gave lots of them away. And what a song to give away. Manic Monday may have been influenced by the Mamas and Papas 1966 song, Monday Monday. It's hardly the first song with Monday in the title. But this song begins at a more specific time of the day. It's six o'clock on a Monday morning. A romantic dream of kissing someone by a crystal blue Italian stream is brutally interrupted by the realisation that she's got to get up and get ready and get going for work. She's got to be at work by nine. A throwaway line reminds us Europeans that this drama very much takes place in America. But I can't be late because I guess I just won't get paid. No European employment rights there. Only the brutal capitalist economy of work, 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 and more work or starve. But like most pop songs, the best bit comes in the chorus. It's just another manic Monday. Yes, it is. And then the real theme of the song emerges. I wish it was Sunday. That's my fun day. My I don't have to run day. And there we are. This fluffy song that sounds as light as popcorn has taken us right to the heart of Judeo-Christian civilization. 
the holy day of rest from work. Holy in the sense of different, not necessarily religious. The Sabbath, which means seventh, but could be first or even the Muslim Friday. That change of gear on Monday morning, when the play is over and we go back to the grindstone. Those of us who lead nice lives and enjoy our work go back to work feeling refreshed. But for most people, it feels like stepping back on the treadmill, going back into the money machine. With a wistful look over the shoulder, I wish it was Sunday. That's my fun day, my I don't have to run day. One day a week, when I can lie in, do what I want, see the people I like being with. I don't have to dance to anyone else's tune. The boss can't tell me what to do. For one day each week, I'm free. I first discovered the real value of Sunday when I was at school studying for exams to get into university. I enjoyed my subjects and sharing a home with my mother who felt ground down by the drudgery of her secretarial work. I was wary of calling what I did work. Nevertheless, I realised that sometimes I got bogged down in it and taking a full, proper day off was good for me. I would study up to midnight on Saturday and then celebrate the start of Sunday freedom every week. Is Sunday still as relevant now as it was in the 1980s? Well, let me read to you a page from Rabbi Jonathan Sachs' 2020 book, Morality, page 49. I met a woman from Silicon Valley talking about her family. She became concerned that her children were in danger of becoming addicted to social media. Their use of it was harming their social skills. They weren't fully attending to other people. They always had half a mind on their smartphones. The time they spent on Snapchat, Instagram and other social media was absorbing their energies and robbing them of sleep. Even when the family was sharing meals, they were still texting friends, their phones on their laps underneath the table. After discussion, the family agreed that there was a problem and they would deal with it together. The decision they took, she said to me, was that they would have one screen-free day a week. No phones, no tablets, no laptops, just face-to-face -face communication, being together. You'll like the name we gave the day, she said. We've decided to call it Shabbat. She was right. I enjoyed the irony. 33 centuries ago, Moses liberated the Israelites from slavery to Egypt. Now the same institution is liberating young people from slavery to smartphones. End of quote. Jews make more of the Sabbath than Christians do of their Sunday. During my lifetime, Christians seem to care less about this. Religious Christians, just a generation before me, would have taken Sunday observance seriously. But the evangelicalism that shaped me in my twenties would have been suspicious of any Christian who was too bothered about Sunday. They'd point to Jesus breaking the Sabbath expectations of his own society. And then they would wheel out the big word legalism. We're saved by grace, not by law. Yes, that's right. It's just that I think there's quite a bit of grace to be found in switching off. It seems to me that the world's religions are competing 
for the territory of how to order life for people who want some religious structure but don't want all the big claims about God. And on this issue, I fear the score is Judaism 1, Christianity 0. Isaiah 58 verse 13 says, Call the Sabbath a delight. Verse 14, then you will find joy in the Lord. What I think this song gets just right is it expresses this delight and joy in the day. What I can't help noticing is how American this song is. Not just the harsher working culture, but the sunny Christian optimism of celebrating Sunday. In Europe, we're far too far down the path of church decline for a song like this to fly. America, for me as a European, is a very alien place. And one of the reasons for this is it feels so enthusiastically Christian. Now, I know many Americans will be surprised to hear that because they'll point out how far church has declined in America since 1986. But you're nowhere near as far down that path as we are in Europe. In 1994, England allowed shops to open on Sunday. Germany is one of the few European countries where Sunday is significantly quieter. So perhaps there's a nostalgia now as we hear this song nearly 40 years on. For most low-paid workers these days, waking up on a Monday morning is no different from waking up on any other day. Far too many of them work seven days a week. Church Ahead says, bring back Moses to liberate the slaves. And if we can't have Moses, let's have the bangles. I hope you're enjoying this pop festival. I certainly am. There's nothing wrong, you know, with playing this song many times over. And when it's really sunk in and you've grasped how profound it is and you're ready for next week, find, please, the Morrissey song, Every Day is Like Sunday. That's the song we're going to hear next week. And you'll see how different Morrissey is from the Bangles. And just how different his take is on this same subject. We're almost at the end of this first series of Church Ahead. And I hope you've enjoyed listening to it as much as I've enjoyed making it. I'd love to know what you think. And anybody who's willing to give me feedback, please send any message to my email, which is revl20c at gmail.com. That's revl20c at gmail.com. If I have a hesitation about series one, it's been a bit bland. I think I've been far too well behaved. Second series, I promise you, will be spicier. Thank you for listening to episode 18. Please don't forget to find Morris's song, Every Day is Like Sunday, and see you next week. <laughs>